more on Inside New Orleans Sports with Eric Asher. At 7, meet the people who make our city great on Greater New Orleans. And at 7.30, Issues and Faith brings home news and discussion. No fronts to come through yet. It's a dry night tonight. A few clouds tonight, and we're back to sunshine, partly cloudy for tomorrow. Back to more of the heat. Ridge of high pressure strong, and that's essentially the culprit. It's also a block and eye that's keeping the tropics quiet, keeping anything out of the Gulf. And a few clouds out there tonight and sunshine to partly cloudy tomorrow. Friday, sunshine to partly cloudy, low to mid-90s again. Widely scattered showers and thunderstorms near 90 each day over the weekend. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Think about everything that you save. You save gas, you save money, you save time. But have you ever thought about saving life? That's right, life. In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. And isn't that the best thing to save? In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. The need for blood is as universal as it is constant. Save life, give blood. It's time again. It's time for the food club. Are we a club? <laughs> I get it. I, it just occurred to me that that's something I've There's been using. There's some people who think that it's a club, but, um, and I kind of think chicken. that too now. Well, I kind of think too let's now. Let's find out where they. But we'd love to invite you to be in the club. You know, it doesn't take much. It's not like you have to have any sort of approval. Um, it's none of that sort of thing. You just have to want to talk about food because that's what we want to talk no, about. It, food. Because it's, uh, it's and wonderful because, and it gets you yeah, going. Yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to talk about other stuff that's on the news, which is really depressing. You don't want to be depressed. So we are inviting you to be part of our little club. Oh, good. And to step in with us and to tune out everything else and just focus on. A soft shell crab sandwich. That's what I had for lunch yes. today. It was just great. <clears throat> I knew that. With panko breadcrumbs. I didn't have uh, any panko. fried. But uh, I was thinking about them. Somebody you are? Mentioned. You're thinking yeah. about pankos? Pankos. I think yeah. about pankos a lot. Yeah? How come? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just going along with it. Uh, and I had a cubano. 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 It was, uh, it was not a typical one. It was not no. a typical one. Anyway, that's what we talk about here on The Food Show. It's The Food Show on for 32 yeah. years with Tom Fitzmorris. Here I am. That's him. And uh, Marianne Fitzmorris, that's me. And I have just uh, jumped on Tom's back and about a year and a half ago. And he just I'm just piggybacking with you. And it doesn't we're, feel we're funny. Good, because believe me, after this COVID, I think you wouldn't want me on your back. So um, that's what we're doing, talking about food. Please join us if you would like to talk about food. That's what we're here for. Good. The number I've been told I don't give out very much. Here it is. 556-9696. Oh, Tom, don't bother writing it down. Well, I got it that time. <laughs> let me just five, do it. 9456. <laughs> yeah, that's why you that's that's should just it. let me do it. 556-9696. So we went to lunch at Oxlot 9. And I know we've been to lunch and brunch and everything at Oxlite 9. But you know, you have your favorite restaurants, and this is our favorite restaurant. Uh, I don't know. It's my Show favorite me. restaurant for sure. Yours what? is Antoine's, but that's not open. Poor Antoine's uh, is boarded yes. up with its in, uh, with its Mardi Gras plywood. Mm-hmm. And we're just awaiting word on that. There's a lot of contractors and a lot of sawing going on there. Mm-hmm. 
But my favorite restaurant is definitely Oxlot 9. And um, we went last week. And uh, and I, I left thinking, wow, why do we not go there for lunch? We need to go to lunch there every week because it's really got a great menu. It has a terrific brunch menu. It has a good dinner menu. I kind of feel like dinner is their weakest meal, but the lunch is absolutely wow. And I want everything on the menu and it's great prices, like $15 salads. It's just a fantastic place to go for lunch. Mm -hmm. So after, yes, after, after last week, when I got the fish and chips, and Tom got a steak. We went back today by ourselves. Yeah. And Tom was about to get the steak again. And then he saw the soft shell crab BLT and moved to that. And I was about to get the fish and chips again because I liked it so much. And then I said, no, you have to get something different. So I did. And I got the Cubano, which I was looking at last week too. Still eyeing the chicken sandwich, which is a true thing of beauty. And one went through the dining room, and it was about four inches high, and had this gorgeous chicken breast sticking out on both sides, perfectly crusted. And I thought, oh, why didn't I get the chicken sandwich? But then the Cubano came, and I have to say, it was not my favorite Cubano. I'm, I'm well, shocked you know, by that. Because I kind of right. expected it to be my favorite Cubano, but it is not. My favorite Cubano is at Katie's. And I'm sure that if I went to a place like Churros mm -hmm. or an actual Cuban restaurant, it would have an even better Cubano. But currently, the American version of Cubano, my favorite is Katie's. This one was not as pronounced a mustard flavor, which is kind of the key ingredient in a Cubano, I think. You have the roast pork, you have the ham, the cheese, and pickles and mustard. Mustard is kind of like the unifying mm -hmm. central element to a Cubano. And, and that, then, of course, the pressed bread. So they had Gambino's French bread. I was sort of surprised to see that. I was wondering why they were serving that. But I was curious about it, so I got it. It was very pressed down, very, very thin. It was, you know, the perfect look to a Cubano, but the mustard flavor was kind of missing, and I was disappointed. Also, the pickle flavor was kind of missing. Um, it was still a delicious sandwich. I mean, there's nothing that comes out of that kitchen that isn't delish, but um, it delish? was disappointing in the um, in the Cubano competition. It oh. was a disappointment, mm -hmm. I thought. Uh, the fries were great, as always. They're fresh cut in the back. And um, I shouldn't have gotten them, but I did. Uh, you had the soft shell crab that had also uh, a pile of fries, which were twice as many for me to eat, and I did. Um, and you got this beautiful soft shell crab. Was it good, Tom? Did it was like very it? good. It looked funny because of the way they had it cut, and they also used a very rough kind of. Uh, Cran, uh, panko. Uh, what? Huh? It's panko. Panko? Mm -hmm. Huh. Uh, is, is that true or is that because it kind of looks like that? Yeah. Anyway, it, it had a rough quality to it. Uh -huh. And then the, the soft shell crabs uh, and then a couple of sauces to put in it. That was Actually, you know what delish. it was? Why am I saying it's panko? It's not panko. No. It's uh, cornmeal. It's straight cornmeal. Cornmeal. Yeah, That's straight. Right. Duh. I'm right, sorry. Right. <laughs> straight yeah. cornmeal. It was straight cornmeal. 
uh, fried perfectly. And uh, it had two um, slices of bacon. Uh-huh. That's what we did. Their bacon was a little off today, too. They usually have Couldn't a really thick, really thick in diameter bacon. Mm-hmm. Like it's about an inch thick in diameter. And then it's a thick bacon in terms of thickness. Mm-hmm. This was about a half inch diameter, still thick, but it, it wasn't crispy like it usually is. Their bacon is almost like a jerky and it's so good. This was a little less so. So I was a little disappointed by the bacon too. And when I say this, I mean, it's not like, wow, that was not good. It's like, wow, that wasn't a 10. It was only a nine and a half. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, you so, know, we, it's not going to take us to our, our Nirvana. No, no. Uh, or our uh, place where we flop on and, and take Cry. a nap. Yeah. Yeah, because you know sometimes you have something that moves you over, and you may may as well. Uh, sometimes let your... do you do you flop over and take a nap? Everyone after... knows that I do. Yeah. So, uh, no, go I ahead mean and like tell. it. <laughs> um, I'm proud of it too. Yes, I know you always have been very proud of your naps, Tom. Um, but. No, it's it doesn't. There, there's never a food that upsets me that well. That's not true. I've had a couple of meals that have been hyper expensive and hyper bad, and I get really annoyed by that. So, yeah. um, but and then there are some meals that I've had that are just fantastically good, and it doesn't matter how much they cost if they're fantastically good. I just don't like to spend a lot of money on bad food. But that was that's never even in the same galaxy when you're talking about Axlot 9 because it's a delicious restaurant. So a little disappointed on the bacon. The soft shell crab was gorgeous. It was fat. It was exploding with white crab meat. Had a lot it of that. Was that is true. fatty. It was just gorgeous. And uh, there was a a bit of frisee and a tomato that was actually red. And there was an Asian mayo, which I couldn't taste the Asian. Did you taste the Asian, Asian time? Today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an Asian mayo, but I didn't get it because I don't really like well, that flavor. Don't, I was a little. Don't if you don't feel like it that day. So. Yeah, I was a little worried about that because I knew I was going to wind up eating a lot of yours. And I was thinking, oh, I don't like Asian, but it was, I didn't even taste well, it. I you come and you it. go with it. It's that simple. It was good. It was really good. And I have to make another correction. Oh, Two mistakes. The other correction is that I said that they serve um, murder point oysters there. They do not. They do not serve murder point oysters. They do not say serve Gulf oysters either. They seem to source them from all over the place. The ones today were from New Brunswick. Anyway, five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to us, it's the food show, and we'll be back. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café Olé and Beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Punchatula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the po'boy ice cream sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. Parish Coffee is a 
small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. Bistro Orleans, it's back with its familiar classic New Orleans cuisine in a casual setting serving only Louisiana oysters and always wild-caught Desalman's catfish. And the seafood boat, Carnival Time Lounge, has happy hour Wednesday through Friday. Bistro Orleans is open daily for lunch at 11, dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Bistro Orleans, 3216 West Esplanade in Metairie, 304 one four six nine. I get misty just holding your hand. Your gourmet prom date is on the line, Tom. It is. Let's go to Ron. Yes. Hey, Ron? good afternoon. How is Welcome everyone? Welcome to the food show. Hey. Come on. It in. Sounds like lunch was uh, pretty good. I love Cubanos. I do Cubanos. too, but it was just—it was like. I'm sorry to say this. I, I cannot believe I'm about to utter these words, but it was among the lesser Cubanos I've had. How was the smokiness from the pork? Was it there? No, I'm just saying it was, it, it was, they, they do the everything one. at the highest levels. So I'm a little bit shocked is what I am because they smoke things. They have their smoker outside. They actually had a barbecue restaurant called Smoke that had fantastic food. Um, and they do smoke fries from the old place. I mean, COVID changed everything. So they brought some menu items over from Smoke and they, and they have a great, it's a great smoke flavor. All of that was missing today. It was a lovely sandwich. It was a good meaty pork Ham, cheese, pressed, you know, good. It was a good sandwich. But it was missing to me the very key elements of a Cubano. And okay. I, and I want to flop over and, and take a nap <laughs> over it. I want to – I'm shocked. Well, anyway. uh, you, ought to try, you ought to try making your own Cubano sometimes. It's fun. I have. I have. Mm. I have. Uh -uh. You know what? I made a Cubano once with Belgard bread, which is about the stupidest thing in the world because one of the yeah. elements of a Cubano is a smashed bread, and you just can't smash Belgard bread. Belgard bread smashes you, you know? Why would that be? It's so hard. Yeah. It's so chewy. All right. All right. As I've you've got, said so many um, times, you have the teeth for it. Go ahead. What, Ron? I've got what I think is a worthy competitor, and they were on your show as a guest yeah. once uh -huh. when I was the guest host about two years ago. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you to them, so to speak, and is it I'll Katie's? bet that they do a phenomenal Cubano. Is it Katie's? <clears throat> no, I love Katie's and Scott. I love Katie's Craig Cubano. Is, Scott Craig is the best. Yeah, Go to Manolito in the French Quarter, M-A-N-O-L-I-T-O. Yeah, uh-huh. And I'll bet that they'll make you something that, uh, that, okay. that'll be great. Are they open? Because um, I guess I should ask our, our Instagram. I don't, I don't know if they're open. Manolito. That's why I said I'm going to send you there virtually. I would uh -huh. call and see, even if it's even if you're on the South Shore <laughs> and you just go by for the takeout, I'll bet uh -huh. they nail that sandwich. 
Okay, I'm going to check it out now. Um, I just asked Mary Lee, and, and I said, are they open? And she goes, um, kind of. <laughs> so well, there's a lot Mary of things Lee, that could be described like that. Kinda. Tell Mary Lee that all of us callers uh, miss her, and we'd like to see her on the show more. She really banged it out, as Scott Craig would say. Yeah, In other words, she does a great yeah. job. She does. Hey, when we, you're we, over we at Monolito. When you're over at Monolito, assuming that you're not just picking up, in other words, if they're open, you really ought to try those daiquiris, too, because they're, they're nothing but fresh fruit. Oh, really? Huh. Their strawberry daiquiri is the best. It's one of the best overall drinks I've ever had. Wow. And that's saying a lot. I'm 57. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Their strawberry daiquiri <laughs> is phenomenal. That is saying a lot. Okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story about Monolito if you want to hear it. It's a short story. Sure. No, I'm kidding. Okay. When I, when I was a guest host a while back, I wanted to have a guest each hour. So I had arranged to have two guests. I'm walking down, uh, you know, in the French Quarter, and I, I'm walking in from Treme. It's a nice walk, but I, I got a super early start. My phone rings, and sure enough, it's my 4 o'clock guest canceling. So I had the 3 o'clock guest, and I was like, okay, this is going to be great. So I'm walking there. I get the phone call, and I'm, I'm like, oh, man, how can you cancel on me at the last second? And sure enough, what am I doing? I'm walking right by Monolito. I walk in. I, I knew one person who worked there, and I said, I know this is going to sound funny in short notice, but anybody want to come be on the radio with me for about an hour and let's talk Cuban? They're like, we'll call you back. So I'm like, I didn't think that went too well. So I'm walking down further towards the studio, and sure enough, the phone call rings. What time do I need to be there? And I was like, really? And that's how Monolito got to come on the show. Good. Look, that's thinking on your feet. You got to do that. Gotta Literally. Do that. Anyway, yep. great strawberry daiquiri and great Cuban food if you ever get the chance. Okay. Well, I definitely do love Cuban food and I really love Cubanos. So uh, you're on. I'm going to go try it. Well, when they kind of sort of open again. Absolutely. I'll check, we, uh, the, I'll check the status and email you. Go ahead, Tom. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, analyze what we did to eat today or Wait. cook. Or anything all stuck together or separated. I don't think he's he, finished. What else did you have, Ron? Well, I thought we would just plate that to hear there Tom. so, Go ahead, so Tom. we can and pick it up and then we can uh, figure out what's going on. It's, uh, we, we are just buzzing around here at the radio station, if you could call it a radio station. But we, <laughs> you can uh, call we it are a here, lot of uh, uh, But uh, we are, for some reason, and I don't know how this got started, but in the last uh, about uh, month no no but a week we have a lot of people who are on our staff who keep moving in from the outskirts and then they wound up on my desk and then somebody else's and the next thing you know we've got a lot of information about the uh, things that are coming on because uh, our food show is always rocking and rolling so Whoa. asking you to come on and uh, join us for whatever he's you on can, tom you? let him talk he's on yeah well we're it, good know, let me let me give the number for all of you all that would like to join us it's 504-556-9696 this is the food show oh, there you go thank you yeah. ron Thank Appreciate you, uh, thank you for that. All right, take care. I heard Bye. while I was doing that that somebody else had another take on it. No, no, it's just so one. So who's on? You only have one take on the phone number, 504-556-9696. Yep, that's right. it. One take on the phone number. There are lots of takes on other things, though. And back to what I was saying, the Murder Point oyster is not the oyster that they're serving there. They have the most unique char-grilled oysters. 
They're not really anything like any other char-grilled oyster that I've had. There's like a little cream sauce, which is not crusted. It's still creamy and runny. It's not garlic. It's not clear. It's creamy. And I would say buttery on that, but uh, yeah, yeah, buttery and, no, and, it is. It's very creamy and creamy and at the yeah, same time. It, it can be done. And, and it's, um, the shells, I talked about the shells are different. The shells actually did look like Gulf oysters today. The ones that they were serving today looked, if you were just looking underneath at the shell, you would think, oh, that's a Gulf oyster. But it wasn't. It was from New Brunswick. And inside was a much more delicate oyster. And they, they told us that they always do all of these oysters. They're sourcing from all over, like New England mostly. And they do it because the flavor is more delicate than the local oyster. Now, there are some purists who would go, what? Now? Um, and I might have been one of those until I tried this because they're really, really, really good. Very different, but really good. They're much more, they're much more gourmet, I would say. And, um, well, that's what, that's what Tom says the show is about for me. It's about smoke fries. Same place, you can get them both. You can get both of those things at the same place, which is why we like to go there. They're pretty nice looking still. We're talking about Oxlot 9 on the North Shore yeah. in the Southern Hotel, my favorite uh, establishment maybe anywhere. If you haven't been, you should definitely go there too. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, today, Tom, is uh, not really National Anything Day. No. No. It's Do we not need it? That I can tell. What? You know what I don't like it? is more. Uh, yes, we need it. Lot brighter, you know, something like that. We we it's so dark in here. It would be uh, <laughs> lighten up a little bit. But, Mary Lee yeah. is correcting me from the um, Red Bean Gallery, and she said, "Oh no, 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 no! It's National Baby Back Ribs Day." You know, Ron just wanted you to come on, so you could you could come on if you want. We could mic you. <laughs> She says, tempting, tempting. That's our, that's our uh, television there, doing one of those alarms, which we love. Um, so it's National Baby Back Ribs Day. And it's national, oh, I love it. I do love it. Welsh Rabbit Day. It can't be National Welsh Rabbit Day. Why is that? <laughs> That's that's absurd. No one serves Welsh rabbits, except if you go to Williamsburg. I mean, I'm sure there might be some other place, maybe in Boston, where you could get Welsh rabbit. Maybe Wales. Wales? Wales? Is that where it's from? <laughs> yes. Yes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I shock myself with a stupid question. And sometimes when I shock myself with a stupid question and it's on the radio, it's particularly mortifying. So yes, Welsh rabbit would be Welsh, as in Wales, true. Thank you, Mary Lee. <laughs> five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. I am, if we do not get a call, this is a threat, it's a veiled threat. If we do not get a call, I am going to tell my Welsh rabbit story oh, well, from many years ago. You have heard it before. If you want to spare yourself the story, 
then you have to call us because I do love to tell it and I will tell it again. But if you don't want to hear it, call us. Uh, Food and music today, Tom. In 1914, Tom Glazer was born. He wrote the words of a children's song that you probably know. On top of spaghetti. You don't know it, Tom? I can't, I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> Sung to the medley, a melody of On Top of Old Smokey. Yes. Tom, um, On Top of Spaghetti or On Top of Old Smokey is not something that you would sing anyway. Well, you never know. Yeah. I'm ready for the anything. The wildest you get is, um, what's his name? Bob Nolan. Who were you seeing Bob Nolan with the other day? Um, oh, I, that's why I said I, we need to cut you. You need to cut a rejoinder for Stan, who is out in the wild, wild west, mm-hmm. and um, that would be a good theme song for him. If you yeah. did like a Bob Nolan interpretation, and we could introduce his segment on Wednesdays. We didn't have him awesome. yesterday because he was out of cell range, but um, when he when we hear from him, it would be great to have. Um, a new um, theme song, and that would be a good one for you to cut. Um, you see all Bob those, Nolan, all those uh, books over Cook there. Books, yeah. There are some books of that kind over there. What? Not a whole bunch on of the range them. books. On that, there's panel something there. of everything on that shelf. Yeah, but we still can... we still haven't gotten anyone to guess the number of cookbooks that are on the shelf. Could be. I know what they. I know what the number is. Now I've added yeah. a few since then, not in the space where they ought to be. You know, in that space where the top of the books leaves about two inches for more books to be stuffed in between that and the shelf above it. They're all getting stuffed in there now. So we have much more than the original number than that I said when I first posed the question: How many books are on our shelf? All right, we will be back after the bottom of the hour news at three thirty from the Louisiana Radio Network five five six nine six nine six. Call us. Louisiana Radio Network News. I'm Kevin Barnhart. It's been one week since Hurricane Laura made landfall in Cameron Parish and cut a line of devastation from Lake Charles to Ruston. The Public Service Commission reports 211,000 customers are still without power, down from the post-Laura peak of 615,000. Governor John Bell Edwards warns many of those still out are in the hardest hit areas. We're getting down to that point now where uh, the remaining customers are going to be harder. It's going to take longer to get their power restored. Nearly all of Wynn, Beauregard, Calcasieu, and Cameron parishes are still without power. Beauregard Parish Sheriff Mark Herford says some of the areas of his parish could be without power for close to a month. He says Beauregard is your typical quiet rural parish, but there's a lot of activity taking place now. we got power line uh, crews out. We've got DOTD crews out. we got police jury crews. The city crews are all out. I mean, everybody that can pick up a shovel or, or do something, LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. Governor John Bell Edwards here with a message to everyone. COVID-19 is alive and well in our state. No one, whether young or young at heart, is immune. As a result of an increase in cases and hospitalizations, Louisiana will remain in phase two for the next few weeks. Everyone, wear your mask, social distance, and wash your hands frequently. These measures help protect you, your loved ones, and community. Visit coronavirus.la.gov for more information. Thank you, and God bless. Atmos Energy urges residents in the path of severe weather to take steps that help ensure personal safety. If you suspect a natural gas leak, 
or think you smell gas inside the home or neighborhood, act fast. Leave the area immediately and, from a safe distance, call 911 and the Atmos Energy Emergency Number at 1-866-322-8667. Please, follow this tip because Atmos Energy wants you to stay safe. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, I'm not going to say what I usually do, which is that I never do dance with Tom. 5569696 is the number. I have taken your request to heart, Ron, and I have dragged Mary Lee over. She was only about six feet away in the Red Bean Gallery, but I have dragged her in. And I've made her come over to visit for a little bit. Yes, only one of us took it to heart. <laughs> so she's she's come over now? kicking and <laughs> screaming. And she stays about as far from the mic as her dad does. So I'm going to say, come on in. If you're here, you're here. Come on in. Oh, and you might as well actually be heard on the air. If you would like to talk to our Red Bean Gallery occupant. Uh, she has been dragged into the show today. She's managed to be away from the show as much as she possibly can, but uh, was actually sitting nearby today, and uh, and that was a mistake. Just couldn't keep away. That was a mistake. There you go. See, Ron said that you should come in, and I think that that's a great idea. Well, so I made you come my in. crutch. Your crutch? Yes. Yes. My social we media. All that's need, my contribution. We all need our crutch. We all need a crutch. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to use mine right now. Today in 2002, McDonald's changed the oil. I mean, not like they never do, but they changed the oil in a profound way. The oil in which they fry their potatoes. Did you read what the, the old oil was? Yeah, it was beef fat. No, well, that's the old, old oil. No. What was it? It was something horrifying. Oh, was it? Let me look and see. The oil was, um, a fr they were frying medium-high in trans fats and shifted to a combination of corn and soybean oils. This was supposed to improve the quality of the fries, although they were still nowhere near the glory years for the chain when they used rendered beef fat for that purpose and cut the potatoes fresh on the premises. Now, if they were still cutting the potatoes fresh, I would think they should go back to the beef fat because that's actually better than the corn oil well, and, of course. and the omega-16. Did you ever have the original McDonald's? Yes, yes. I remember the good? day. Well, I mean, that's been over 50 years ago. I remember <laughs> the day that uh, I first brought them into the club, the swim club, where we used to swim all the time. And it was, you know, you know the you first, at the, swim club? <laughs> the first um, McDonald's in the area, the whole metro area was actually the one by Mozzie's house in Kenner, which was there. And you haven't been in that area yeah, in a long I also, time. <laughs> I don't make mental notes of yeah. McDonald's. Looking. Yeah, but that was the first one. And so it wasn't very far uh, a walk from the first McDonald's location to the little swim club. It was about a six-block walk. And so 
I remember someone bringing in the first bag of McDonald's and a bunch of us were sitting around on the diving board and here was this bag of hamburgers and fries. And it was, wow, where has this been all our life? And then of course everyone went over to get some, but that was back in, I want to say maybe 1965, something like that. And, and when did it, when did it go downhill? When did it become? Oh, probably the 70s the when everything fast. else went went downhill, you know. Oh. I'm guessing in that neighborhood. That's, that's brief. But, uh, yeah, what what's brief? The, his, the, the history, the trajectory of McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that was like the, everything kind of changed then. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know for sure when they actually switched from B-fat. Probably we could find out. But, um, but yeah, they switched in and went to the, the corn oil, the canola oil and the soybean oil and all of those oils that, you know, are supposed to be good for you, but are not. And we've determined that peanut oil is the way to go. Is that, we is that have the final not, answer? Well, I don't know if it's a final answer. There's never a final answer, but um, a couple of the chefs that we've had on have talked about using only peanut oil. And I'm guessing that's because it's a better oil if you're going to use an oil. We've decided coconut oil. Yes, but I thought I thought you were reformed. Up from the coconut oil? Yes. Okay, I did. Didn't the chefs yell at you? About the coconut oil? Yes. Why? Why would they yell at me? I don't know. Wasn't it wasn't well, they weren't, they weren't, no, they it? No, there wasn't anything bad about it. I just said, why does coconut oil really start to stink at a certain point? And they said, because you've exceeded the smoke point. So there's a smoke point of coconut oil, which is less than some of the other oils. Like olive oil doesn't have a very good smoke point. And so apparently of the oils out there that are acceptable for health reasons, peanut oil has the highest smoke point. I see. But no, they didn't yell at me. No one would ever dare no, do that on the air. How rude that would be. I yell at you all the time. Well, you do, but not on the air, thank God. Five five six nine six nine six. Now, okay, my text, show. my text wizards always help me. It was nineteen ninety when they switched from beef tallow to vegetable really? oil in an attempt to lower the amount of saturated fats in the food. Were they using the frozen fries at that point? Or did it all switch? Did it all crash at the same yes. time? Did it all crash at the same time? Well, um, according to this, in the Almanac, it's 2002 that the oil was switched. So if the oil was already switched, switched from, twice. I'm sure, I'm sure that yes would be the answer that they switched to frozen fries. Although, I mean, you know, in and out still using the frozen fries. I mean, I can't fries. imagine going through the trouble of yeah. frying frozen fries in rendered beef fat. Right. So. Yeah, so I would imagine. So thank you to my little elf. I have all of these little informant elves who look things up for me and send me texts. How delightful. Yes. And, uh, and one of them is going to be on at 3 o'clock, actually. Nicole Dorgneck, the grocery yes. goddess, is going to be on to talk about all kinds of things happening. She's become a sleuth a bona fide <laughs> investigator and she gets emails from all of her people about what's happening out there 
and she's very excited about a lot of news today. So, oh. three o'clock, Nicole Dorignac, the grocery goddess, also my informant. Well, while we wait for that, let's talk about how good this looks. What? Hand we don't on. have... <laughs> Mary Lee, you're just like your father. I'm going to describe it. Okay, <laughs> who thinks that there's a webcam around? There's no <laughs> webcam, so they can't see the picture. What is the picture? <laughs> Had I not been interrupted, <laughs> I would have said that Hambone has added a new special. Oh. And it's a delectable-looking pile of cornmeal-crusted catfish. Mm. Everything they do is del Oh, that does look good. I know. Yes. Yeah, they've been doing family meals, and they change it every day, but they added a new one yesterday. And it is this corn... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Cornbread-crusted catfish. Is it better? I know. I bet their cornbread's fantastic. Aren't you? Haven't you had their cornbread? I don't remember ever seeing it. Did you have biscuits the last time you the were biscuits, there? You can't go there without getting the biscuits. The biscuits. And did you know it's National Biscuit Month? Yes. We were talking about biscuits yesterday. Yes. yes. So, in honor of National Biscuit Month, you have to rush over to Hambone immediately because those are conclusively the best biscuits I've ever had. Really? Yes. Very confidently, I say that. Better than ham, uh, better than uh, feto fet. The best. Better than Popeyes. <laughs> okay. Popeyes, clearly, this is clearly this is sort has of been in its thought. own category. Well, it's a it's a fast food place, but their biscuits really good for fast. Oh, food. their biscuits are great. Yeah, I love their biscuits. Yeah, they're very buttery and flaky. Uh, I don't know. Again, back to Oxlot Nine. I think their biscuits really good. Oh, it's. Not I, I think I think that Hambone's biscuit is is. Almost, um, they are otherworldly, mm -hmm. but it's, I wouldn't call it just a straight biscuit. No, it's you? definitely not traditional. I think they bake it in a pan. It's almost like a biscuit slash donut. I think it's kind of very doughy for a biscuit. It's. That's not a slap. It's no. fantastically good. I wouldn't say donut. I would say. It's, it's not the you same. You may say whatever you It's mean. not the same <laughs> texture as a no, straight it's ahead biscuit. it's definitely unusual, but it's not doughy. I think it's very light. Yeah, it is. But it's, it seems like they bake it in a pan. Is that right? Almost like, almost like a focaccia. Hmm. God bless me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut it into wedges, slather it in butter, and grill it. So yes. the edges have a, a charred, crusty, buttery mm -hmm. side. And it's, I don't even think of that as a biscuit anymore. I don't. I feel like a biscuit is kind of dry. I, I feel like a biscuit is kind of dry, and 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 it's well, dry is the word. A biscuit is dry, and I don't feel like theirs is dry. So I don't really think of it as a straight ahead biscuit, but I will allow it. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Madame. <laughs> five, five, this six, stage is getting nine, brighter and brighter. Six nine six is the number. What are right. what are your favorite biscuits, callers? I'm a biscuit connoisseur myself. Yes. So I'm always looking for the next best one. Even well, let's I hope know that we do better is. with this question than we did yesterday. Because did yesterday, you ask about biscuits yesterday, I asked about biscuits yesterday. Oh. And it was it was one of those um, one of those things that I call the banana pudding with vanilla wafers dish on the buffet, which is if you were to go to a buffet, because that's the only place you would find banana pudding with vanilla wafers in a dish. It's, so It's vanilla wafers. Oh, is it vanilla wafers? Vanilla. <laughs> not, not vanilla. It's not really, is it? 
Yeah, it is. Nilla wafers. Is that on the box? Uh huh. It's Nilla wafers it's on the Nilla box. Wafers. Yeah. Well, when did that happen? That should be in the almanac today. When that happened? I don't know when that happened. I don't even remember that. I don't. Either. Of course, I never paid. A... I think aren't vanilla wafers the most vanilla thing out there? I always thought they were okay. You liked them. You liked them. I, I wouldn't. I I would never go buy a box. But they were always but at grandma's house. They were. Yeah. yeah. But she also had the. Um, Little Fudge, Debbie's. The Fudge Stripe cookies. Yes. Which, yeah. you can't top that. <laughs> I, could, I could eat an entire box of those in one sitting. She had all of those things. She had the Little Debbie cakes. She had Nutter Butters. Ooh. Those uh, Chips Ahoy. Big 60. Remember the bags of Big 60 cookies? I, I don't even know what that is. It was oh. like a big bag of 60 cookies. The gross icing ones? Yeah, Big 60. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Ooh, no. <laughs> And then, um, and then she had what were those called? El fudge were those with the little? What was the the little? There were there the, were rings. Yeah, those are the fudge stripe cookies. And then they had little fudge stripes on them. Yeah, yeah. was that El fudge? No, think, that wasn't El I fudge. Think it is that brand. Keebler is that? Oh, Keebler is the brand. But El fudge, and they all have the little elf. Right. Yeah. But El fudge is a specific. Cookie. Cookie. Yes. Okay. Does anyone know what we're trying like, to find? Oh, they're called shortbread. Weren't they called shortbread? Vanilla wafers? No, vanilla wafers are, I never think about those. I never <laughs> think about these either. <laughs> I never think about any of these things. Um, you know, folks, it's really amazing. Oh, we have to take a break. Five five six nine six nine six. We're looking for the name of that cookie, which is like a buoy. It's got a hole in the middle and little... <laughs> Little fudge squiggly fudge stripes on them. That's we'll be back. The five five six nine six nine six. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Chef Ron's Gumbo Stop is a great little place on Causeway right by the interstate. With a neighborhood feel to it, you'll find some delicious gumbo here. Chicken andouille gumbo, seafood gumbo, and the house specialty mumbo gumbo, which is a combination of both. Great fried chicken, poor boys, and other local specialties. Ron says, I cook it like your mama would, and he does. 11 to 9 every day but Sunday and Monday, 2309 North Causeway, 835 have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. We are back. 
we, meaning uh, Mary Lee, is here talking to us, and um, we dragged her in because Ron, because she was here. She she's made a point of never being here, and now she sees the folly of being here today. <laughs> and, and here she sits. Well, don't worry, with, I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> with the headsets in front of the mic, and uh, you know, there you go, Ron. Be careful what you wish, because you may get it. All right, so. On the bright side, though, over the break, um, <laughs> you were proved right. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't need to be proved right. You <laughs> needed to be proved sec. wrong. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get to Alan. Alan is on the phone. Hello, Alan. Hello. You know what it means Hello. to miss New Orleans. Oh, he has a theme song. Yes, indeed. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, Louis, pick it up. <laughs> All right. Yes, indeed. How's your mom and them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan, when your wife comes home, she's going to see that you're not here. You'll be on your plane to New Orleans. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, uh, you're having um, the the goddess come in later, right? Um, the goddess the will be here, goddess. yes, uh-huh, in about uh, 10 minutes. I love listening to her because she has got that New Orleans yat accent. I mean, yeah, uh, that's not, she wouldn't be offended if I, if, if I, she knows Well, we're going to hear, I'll tell you what, if you hear my phone go off again, I'll tell you, <laughs> she'll be, she'll be weighing in on it, Okay. <laughs> If you hear the, the ding of my phone, that means she's going to weigh in on it right now because she can't wait the 10 minutes to get on. So go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, it, it always occurred to me, uh, you, uh, your husband, Tom, is, is Tom there? I, I missed the first 10, 15 minutes of the show. Tom stepped out for just a minute, but he, he oh, was he here and then he stepped out for a little bit and we, I grabbed Mary Lee and put her in here. I just never understood why Tom doesn't sound like he's from New Orleans, and he's born and raised, I mean, born on Mardi Gras, even. Uh, he doesn't have that, 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 well, I guess you can call it, it's, it's not offensive to say it's a yak accent, I think. No, it's not. I'm, I'm told, now, I don't hear it in my voice, but people up here in Seattle say, where are you from? You don't sound like you're from up here. Um, and, and, you know, when you're from New I Orleans. I don't get that from you. Hmm. It's, it's not a southern accent. What did you say? You I said I don't get that from you. I I, I wouldn't. I I yeah, know. you don't sound like a, a yad at all. No, I know. I, now that said, I can lay it. I can do it a little thicker. Every time I listen to the Grocery Goddess, uh, <laughs> after that, I, I, I you know somebody calls me or talks to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just pick it pick it right on up. But you're still, I, you're you're right into yat mode, huh? I used to laugh when people would call Tom years ago. Hey, Tom. <laughs> you know, my mama told me that uh-huh. the only way you're going to do a, 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 you know, a jambalaya is if you do, you know, <laughs> you would hear that. But uh, uh-huh. and then Tom would answer, you know, like a professor, with, you know, just, just from, uh, I don't know, from Seattle or something without an accent. But, no, it always perplexed me why Tom doesn't sound like he's from New Orleans, but um, well, wait, Alan, are you telling me that I do? No, you don't either. 
Okay, good. People have always told me that I don't either. Yeah, yeah. So we don't. I, we just learned behavior. Yeah, yeah. We 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 definitely two broadcasters uh, bred non yats. Hopefully. <laughs> You know what? But, speaking uh, of yats, speaking of yats, yeah. I guarantee that Nicole is sitting on her hands right now. She's sitting on her hands, trying <laughs> not to text. She is. <laughs> Go on, you can oh. do it. I'm telling. I'm, I'm going to encourage her to, to say something. Go ahead. What? Well, I'm, I'm going to say. Oh, pardon me. I'm I'm, I'm actually. Um, it's lunchtime up here, and I just took. I do the reverse sear on the steak. I've got a little top sirloin in them and an iron skillet, and I stuck it in the oven first to cook it a bit, and then I'm going to put it on top and, and do my searing. Um, ah. Are you are you You're back cooking at a school? steak for lunch? What is that? You're cooking a steak for lunch? That's ambitious. Oh, um, well, I have to eat my, my steaks uh, for lunch because my wife, She's not a vegetarian. You know, we eat fit uh, when she's home, when she comes in. But, uh, no, she doesn't eat meat, uh, you know, uh, that kind of meat. She, she will eat chicken and she eats fish. But So if I want a steak, I have to cook that uh, for lunch um, at home, uh, you know, I on see. my own. But, um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say right, so both. You both laugh. It's hard to tell who's laughing because you both have the same <laughs> laugh. Have you have you been told that? Or no, that we haven't. Way? We haven't. No. Yeah, huh. you sound similar. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, huh? Now, is the voice similar? Not really. No, uh -huh. not so. Not so much. But but, but the laugh uh, pattern is interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well. She's. I would, I, I would say she's a clone, but she's definitely not. Go ahead. What? Oh well. Okay. You were talking about you were talking about oils, uh, cooking oils, and um, that's why I was kind of uh, hoping Tom uh, might be able to answer this, and maybe because you're both so young. Um, oh, thank when, you. When when the switch made to um, extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, uh, as being as being the go-to. EVOO. Yes, when that became popular uh, in restaurants, particular when chefs started using it. Now, I remember uh, when I was working for um, Chef Andrea. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, he would always push um, Colavita olive oil, extra extra virgin olive oil. Uh -huh. And ever since I, I those days when I was working for it, I bought a bottle, and yeah, that's that's I think that's when I first started using extra virgin olive oil. But not to uh, fry, huh? Not to no. deep fry. Yeah. You can't, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Mm -hmm. No, like you say, it doesn't have a very uh, uh, right uh, a high high point for for right. uh, for mm -hmm. cooking. It gets very smoky. Um, yeah. And that's another reason why I'm doing my reverse uh, sear right now is because if, if you put the steak in the oven first, um, it, 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 there's less smoke involved because I don't want my uh, my alarms going off, my fire yeah. alarms. Yeah. Uh, so, Alan, Nicole like is on the line, so she's calling yeah. in to talk to you, Alan. The grocery hey, Alan. goddess is calling in to talk to you. Alan, is he there? We lost Alan. Oh no! 
Um, Ellen, call back because we have the grocery goddess wanting to talk to you. She has, in fact, she has admitted that she has been sitting on her hands trying not to text. She's looking for me? Uh, no, no. Um, Alan called in. And you know what Alan said? He said that you and I have exactly the same laugh. He can't tell who's laughing and who really? isn't. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. I'm not, Nicole, do we have the same laugh? Not you and me, but. Yeah, I have the same laugh, but very different voices. But yeah, neither okay. one of y'all sound like you're from New Orleans, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan. Is he back? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alan? Yay. She's here. here. Yeah. She wants to talk to you. Hey. I called, I called in to give you a little special hello from New Orleans. Um, I hate my voice, though, just FYI. It's one of the hardest thing about doing this is having to listen to myself. <laughs> Why? I'm, oh, because I hate it. It's so New Orleans. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you're, but you're the representation of the New Orleans grocery store, so uh, it fits. It does. It does. That's one of the things that gets me through it sometimes, because I guess you have to sound like New Orleans to represent New Orleans properly. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Um, well, I don't know. Alan does a pretty good job of representing it, and he doesn't sound like it. Right. So, so we got. How are you? We got to get Alan back here. So, Nicole. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're not offended. I love the, that that accent. I miss it so much, and that's why I always make it a point to tune in to to the Grocery Goddess. I don't, I mean, obviously, it's not to find out what what's not on your shelves down there. It's just, right. to, you're like music to, to, to my ears. You really are. Aww. Well, that you makes beat me to it. Aww. Oh, that makes me feel better about my voice. Because we could harmonize. Aww. Yeah. Aww. One, two, three. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We could make it into a music. Oh, wait, that's right, Tom. Well, you didn't harmonize with us. I didn't, I didn't, did you? Are you, are you, are? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where the D chip is that strapped across. All right, Tom. I'm gonna go let ahead. you. I'm gonna let y'all go, and then I'll call back on time so you can end with Alan between y'all. Okay, that sounds good. Did, wait, I think it sounds like you. Did you want to say something else to her? Oh, I was going to ask Nicole, she might know when uh, extra virgin olive oil became popular um, because that's where I used to always buy my cola vita was from her, from Dornax. Oh, well, my, mom, my mom always used it, but I think it became really popular when people started focusing more on the trans fat. So probably in the 90s when McDonald's made that switch, that seems to be like if you look at the health trends because I worked in the health food industry <laughs> around that time and you know it was probably when people started looking at trans fat and what those yeah you know were. what I'm laughing about you know what I'm laughing what? about when the what? when the 90s when the chip people came out with the big the big blasted thing on the on the package saying no trans fats yeah. and then everybody said oh I can eat a lot more of them and so everybody got 10 times fatter at that time from that correct mm. yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's one that minute, was when the explosion minute. what what is it henry one minute but, yeah okay one minute all right well, i'm gonna let y'all go i'll call back all right 
Take care. All right. Nicole will be right back with us after the top of the hour. Alan, you have about 30 seconds to wind up yourself. Oh, no. I I, I enjoyed myself. I really did. It was great. (laughs) Alan, I love the way you're getting into your theme song. I love it. Let's let's have more of that. Okay? It was fun. All right. Always fun, Alan. If you want to call Nicole back on her time, then you can do that. All right. We'll be back. Thank you. Bye, Alan. All right. In about 20 seconds, well, after the news, at the top of the hour, we have Nicole Dorignac, the grocery goddess, to come on and tell us what's happening in grocery world. It is 3 o'clock, WGSO New Orleans. We'll be back after these these words from the Louisiana Public Join me, BJ Rust, every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. to noon for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. November elections. Talks between the White House and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senator Chuck Schumer of New York have remained at an impasse since early August. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows reminding everyone. It's been the president who continues to reach out over and over and over again. And we agree on a lot of things. Let's go ahead and get a stimulus check into the the hands of the American people. Let's do enhanced unemployment. President Trump and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden are both spending the anniversary of 9-11 in Shanksville, Pennsylvania this year. They'll visit the field where Flight 93 crashed as passengers tried to fight the terrorists for control of the plane. This is USA Radio News. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at ImmuneSupportNow.com. That's ImmuneSupportNow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Biden participating in a community meeting. Jeff Wagner is a firefighter in Kenosha. He says cleaning up after all the riots and looting is taking its toll on everyone. Our members are tired uh, after this past week. Uh, Some of them are beat up pretty good, but their spirits are high. And the reason that their spirits are high is because of the appreciation and love that our community has shown us after the fires. Um, Everything that's been dropped off at the firehouses to people uh, stopping us on the street telling us thanks. The NFL will close all facilities on election day and give players and staff time to vote. It will also work with state officials to use stadiums as polling places on November 3rd. All personnel will be given educational material to help with registration. You're listening to USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for a $500 bonus offer.
while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. President Trump's re-election campaign and three Republican groups have filed a lawsuit against Montana Governor Steve Bullock over his decision to expand mail-in voting ahead of the November election. The suit filed on Wednesday argues that the directive, which gives counties the discretion to expand access to voting by mail and early voting, amounts to an attempt by Bullock to increase his chances of winning a Senate seat in a tight race. Bullock saying the allegations are baseless. In Montana, absentee ballot rules say any Montanan is able to request an absentee. No fronts to come through yet. It's a dry night tonight. A few clouds tonight, and we're back to sunshine, partly cloudy for tomorrow. Back to more of the heat. Ridge of high pressure strong, and that's essentially the culprit. It's also block and eye that's keeping the tropics quiet, keeping anything out of the Gulf. And a few clouds out there tonight and sunshine to partly cloudy tomorrow. Friday, sunshine to partly cloudy, low to mid-90s again. Widely scattered showers and thunderstorms near 90 each day over the weekend. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Think about everything that you save. You save gas, you save money, you save time. But have you ever thought about saving life? That's right life. In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. And isn't that the best thing to save? In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. Another edition of The Food Show. We've been uh, about two hours into it already. And we could uh, really love to have you in with us. We talk about everything having to do with eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, remembrances of a long time ago when you enjoyed a, a wonderful dinner or whatever. We've got it all to be happy. You want to be happy with us? We've already yeah! brought ourselves there. And so I'm begging you to come join us. Uh, we'll talk about anything that you could possibly imagine. Our telephone oh, number? Except it. We want to talk Except about other it. things than it, all the bad news of the day. We want to talk about food. Oh, well, we, we don't need to worry about that. We're, we're about to go into a segment where we kind of sort of touch on the news of the day, which is what it's like to shop in the grocery in our new world that we've been in for the last six months. And with that, we have Nicole Dorignac, the grocery goddess, dropping in to give us a report on what's happening on the shelves. Hello. Well, I'm... Hey, how y'all oh. doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm come on. on in. Who's this? Nicole. Oh, Nicole. The grocery oh, goddess. I'm sorry to, to keep you delayed for any length of time whatsoever. Yeah. How are you doing? Everything's good. How are you doing, Tom? Everything is fried as frog fries. <laughs> well, you had a lot of fries for lunch today and uh, a fried soft shell crab. So, yeah, we're up to our eyeballs and fried. That crop was good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, Nicole, I know you got, you're got you bursting at the seams with a bunch of news. Hit us. All right. So. There it goes, it looks, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like the, it goes down. The beef, and now and, here uh, comes. Fresh poultry and all is still doing well. Shrimp season's open, so that should help the supply. White shrimp. Um, produce, they have the cotton candy grapes and all now. McCormick. 
the spices. They look like they've they sent a whole. It's like a two page email, but the gist of it is, they're trying. Their production has tripled since all of this. So with the production tripling and the plants that had to close because of the, you know, virus or whatever, um, was why everything's been so short. Now they're dealing with bottles and caps and th- you know the. Uh, like we always talked about the plastic yeah. things that trickle things down go in. the supply chain yeah yeah so um so that is a problem but they are looking like they're trying to devise some plans to roll out 30 items about that haven't been around for the holidays but it'll probably be very limited supplies but so hopefully holiday cooking won't be as drab as it seems right now are we allowed to have holidays this year i wonder Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> if not, All right, we'll so are you saying that? Well, we'll do it on a slide. Yeah, you don't have to so have wait. a holiday to make the meal. So let me ask you this: Are you saying that there's some kind of snafu in the in the plastic supply chain too now? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's, okay. Yeah, and that's with some of like with the Gatorade and things. And then I was talking to one of the um got you know one of the guys at the store one of the buyers and you know they have like food shows and stuff that you book orders for kind of specialty items you know Mm -hmm. that's the fun stuff now it's like it's a food show with no deal like it's you book some things that are common items that used to come in every day and you hope Mm -hmm. that they come in you know oh wow so Uh that's kind of so, so you're having a virtual food show? It's a virtual food show? Well, you know, food shows, like all the big companies, you know, to showcase their new items, but uh-huh. it's never like Lysol wipes. Uh-huh. And, and they don't do food show. I'm, I'm calling it, I'm doing a comparison of how they would order. Like you'd order something hoping you're getting this new great product. Now you're booking this order hoping that the production happens, that you get it. Um not, it's not guaranteed when before these items used to be guaranteed. They yeah. were common everyday items. Yeah, right. So, and and, so and there was of, just never anything. You just you just expected that whatever you wanted would be on the shelf. Now I kind yep. of almost expect that it might not be. Yeah, well, yep. He was giving me an example of like with Charmin tissue. You know, there's a couple of different varieties, the red and the blue. And they were putting more blue out because they thought red was, you know, you it, you used to get both of them all the time. Now you're not sure which one you get, so you just accommodate that in the shelf, which, you know, to keep it, you know, still there. What's the difference? To, what's the difference in red and blue? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I think I always get just ultra soft or ultra, ultra strong yeah. or something. Well, it was yeah. funny. I had a friend that was in there one day, and she was looking for, like, the Angel Soft scented. And I'm like, scented toilet paper? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but okay. it was funny and last. And then I actually came home, and I actually had some. I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> so, well, you know, um, like I, I said the other day, it's a good even, thing everybody's you know, not looking for the same thing, you know? Correct. But it was yeah. funny, though. I'm like, you really going to be that picky? You want scented toilet paper? <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think probably it. not if worse comes to worse. Probably you know, any toilet paper will do, you know. But that seems to be getting kind of leveling off a little bit. So the toilet paper, like, and then I know Chinette, there's a napkin. There was something in Chinette that actually looks like it's coming back that people have been looking for. So, okay. so there's a little positives, at least. And it looks yeah, like the spice, we'll like McCormick is. And we're looking for some alternatives to McCormick in case, you know, so our 
you know, our people are looking to try to make sure there's stuff for people at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, the holidays will be here before you know it. That's for sure. All right. What's your yeah. liver cheese report for the day? So right there is now, one. There's a liver cheese yes, report every week. Hmm. Well, there are apparently fun- lots of people who eat liver cheese, Tom. It, well, it, I think that's one of those old New Orleans things. Um, Tom's going back and, to that sandwich, Nicole. Have you put one of those oh, triangle yeah. sandwiches of hogshead cheese and liver cheese yeah. in yet? Not yet. Actually, I'm I'm going to talk to we've got to talk to Wendy and Susan in the catering and see if we can get some wedges of that out. But we have to make sure we can get it regularly because now it looks like the plant that was making it, I guess, stopped production because it we got a good bit sold it all and we really didn't think it would go through it that fast mm-hmm. so um it's going to be probably maybe next week hopefully i think that i like would that imagine goes. nicole that you have probably increased your sales of liver cheese by talking about it every week speaking for only me i can say that uh-huh. i might actually try liver cheese just because well, i'm curious about it we talk about it every week <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I guess. And, and, Tom, um, and Tom wants to hear sure when you've made the triangle sandwich. What? Wait, what? I said I'm sure people are tired of liver cheese. <laughs> tired of listening to it or tired, tired of, of hearing it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't wanna, I've become uh, weirdly fascinated by it. All right. What else you got? All right, so there's uh, so for host like hostess, how y'all were talking about the little snack cakes and cookies yeah, and table. Uh-huh. There's allocations in mm-hmm. place with hostess items. I'm not sure which ones. I just see that that's in the notes Uh-oh. that I have. So um, if you if something is short, that's probably what's going on. They're producing it, but small you know smaller amounts and allocation means you can only have a few. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, sometimes you it's can't only one. The- if you can't get the little Debbies or the Hostess, then you can always look for a bag of big sixties. That's right. That's right. Big sixties. Oh, and then I the bunny, but the ice cream, bunny, you know, blue bunny ice blue bunny, cream. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, um, some items are being slowly added back, but we again don't have details, and I'm sure that's regional. Like some uh-huh. parts of the country, since it's a whole country thing, mm-hmm. some parts are getting different. I had a lady ask me for peach ice cream the other day, any brand. So I'm trying to see if we can find a peach. But, you know, you can get it somewhere, I'm sure. So I'm sure. <laughs> so if somebody calls, if somebody calls and wants or somebody asks you for a single item, you are actually going to go out and try to get that item for them. That's impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of one of the things that, the whole the whole premise of the store was based on that if we could get it you know like way back when my husband my husband's grandfather you know and his brother's grandfather was alive that that was mm-hmm. what it was based on if we if a person asked for it and they could get it and there was a spot for it they tried to do it and then mm-hmm. uh, the specialty aspect of it with all the different specialty items just kind of was a happy accident you know in a city like New Orleans though all the cu- customers that asked for each special thing, um, you know, kind of contributed to the specialty part of it. So yeah. that just shows how many cooks and food lovers there are out there. 
that well, don't call is, in. This is Nolan's, darling. That's right. That don't call in. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with the grocery goddess, Nicole Dorignac, right after these messages. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. Bistro Orleans, it's back with its familiar classic New Orleans cuisine in a casual setting serving only Louisiana oysters and always wild-caught Des Almonds catfish. And the Seafood Boat, Carnival Time Lounge, has happy hour Wednesday through Friday. Bistro Orleans is open daily for lunch at 11, dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Bistro Orleans, 3216 West Esplanade in Metairie, 304-1469. Autumn in New York, why does it seem so inviting? Why does it indeed? I have a feeling it won't this autumn anyway. Norjo Imports, a great little emporium there on Frisco Avenue off Metairie Road, right by the railroad tracks. You can see it as you're crossing the railroad tracks. This is where you're going to find the best muffalata. Henry, take note, the best muffalata in New Orleans on the South Shore. Uh, this is a wonderful little import place where you can find unique specialty items, particularly of the Italian persuasion, but also of other things. It is a long-standing place specializing in cheeses and other imported items. They used to have bacalao. I'm not sure that they still have that, but Nor Norma and Joe were the original proprietors, hence the name Norjo. Joe was from Murray's Cheese in New York City, and uh, Norma was actually from Central America, but they managed to make a wonderful little store that was very, very popular, and uh, it's been taken over by quite the entrepreneur, Mark, and he's got his own muffalata festival, not this year, of course, because nothing is going this year. But a lot of fun stuff there. Go see them and get a muffalata or the new hot sandwich there, the Lindy, the meatball sandwich. That is Norjo Imports, 505 Frisco Avenue in Metairie, that phone number. They are open till 6, but call for hours, 833-9240, Norjo Imports. Back now to our grocery goddess, Nicole Dorignac. Where did we leave off? Well, where did we leave off? We left off at, um... You were going through your list. If I had yeah, to say, yeah. we always leave off at liver cheese, but I think we passed liver oh, cheese yeah. and moved That's on. That's what it was. It, no, I think we were pretty much wrapping that up. And then, uh, okay. yeah, well, that's what I think I was saying. <laughs> I think people have probably had it. I will say it did inspire me to do that whole research on the difference between pate and liver cheese and pot. You know what I mean? It did mm -hmm. inspire a little curiosity just of what it was made of. 
Okay, so what was it? Tell us, tell us the difference in the three. Well, basically, pate is just really fancy liver cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. The same thing. It's just like a higher, like a more yeah. a fatty organ of the pork uh, or pig, uh, you know, because uh, some are beef, some are pork, some uh -huh. are chicken. So some are all three, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. So, but I'll look okay. some of the, like, unavailable things. Like, some local items are still unavailable. Like, there's a swamp pop line. Yes, yes. yes. Have you had swamp pop. pop? I have not because I've tr I don't really drink soft drinks that much. So I try to stay I don't away either. from God. I'm we had those guys person, on the show. Me too. But yeah, we had those I'm guys. And we had them on and they were um, they were talking about mixed drinks using Swamp Pop. And they had some pretty good ones. Huh. Well, well, the cream yeah. soda, the ponchatoula, and the ginger the ginger ale, it looks like they looks like they have like five of them that are not available right now. Mm. So okay. now okay. those will be on my radar. Especially okay. the local things, you know, because, you know, the national yeah. things are going to take longer because they're national. But at the local things, we can kind of watch for them. That'll mm -hmm. be good so we can let all the local people know when to go buy the new local product that's back. But it's like I was thinking about it. It's almost like the Depression when everything had to, like, re-up, you know, like yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. Like when I was talking to Scotty today about how they, you know, the red and the yellow and the green and what it all means. And the yellow stuff, it's kind of like it's coming back and you might have got some and then you order it the next time and like one thing he ordered uh miss meyer's lemon it's like a cleaner and it's like yes. one of those organic cleaners yes. he had it ordered uh -huh. for it, and then they canceled it and he booked it months ago so you know so they just don't know what hiccup they're gonna have yeah you know everybody likes that it is it does smell good i think it's dr meyer's lemon oh yeah maybe it's doctor i'm looking at yeah. my you know yeah. my notes so but yeah, the China napkins were the things I was talking about. That's been out for a while, and that's kind of a popular when people, you know, my mom is a napkin person. Don't give her a paper towel. She has to have a napkin. So. <laughs> I'll remember that for when I invite her to dinner. Oh, God, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, oh, God. They say Tom's Ross. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what it was, all right. Be afraid of. No, you can write that I'm, in. I'm definitely if tougher. If Tom gave you a good review, it meant a lot. I mean, you know, people do respect. That's right. Respect. That's right. So, That's right. I mean, my mom was one of them. So. Okay. <laughs> he learned from the best. All right. Oh, me? Anyway. Me? No, no I was tough long before I met Tom. Go ahead. No, I'm talking about my mom with oh, her okay. food courtesy, you yes. know. She, mm -hmm. she would pay attention to his likes and dislikes for sure. I know, they did. So anyway. Yeah. But that's good. All right. So, and then uh, the, the you know, summer's kind of winding down, but the snowball syrups are still out. Um, dish soaps, millions of laundry things. Uh the food seems to be stabilizing, and the uh, meats and all have still been really good. And the hurricane didn't seem to hit it too hard. Everything seems to kind of just be, you know, back to regular COVID. All right. Time. So, what you got in your circle? What you got? Since we're still we're still in COVID yeah. world, so restaurants need all the help they can get, and a lot of them are putting food in grocery stores. In every grocery store has a little cadre of their own things that only they have. So you have your own things, and what are those things? 
So right now we still we still have the same one. So if you missed it before, the Dookie Chase, um, the stewed okra and the mixed greens, and then the corn pudding. And I actually ate some of that last night with some brisket that I made. It was really good. Mm. And, uh, oh, the brave heart. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the brave yeah, heart? Uh, yeah, we and then um, yeah, but I'll write. You know, just the same ones. Everybody knows them. I say them every week, but I do have three people that I'm trying to hook up with next week. But Laura messed us up because we had, you know, meetings planned. So hopefully uh-huh. by next week we'll have at least one new one that the I can talk circle about. Circle will be expanding. Saying. Okay, yeah, I've I'm had the uh, for people who are familiar with it. Um, my the goal is to go all the way around, kind of where the mufflada. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Other things are, so it's a complete circle, so I'm trying to fill each spot. But, oh, okay. You know, you, but you have to buy in small quantities, you know, it's, anyway, well, that's a whole other show. Little chef, pints and but, things uh, like that, yes. Yeah, but, uh, and then I put, what were you getting ready to ask me? You had. No, I was going to tell you that I had the artichokes, the two Tonys artichokes. Uh-huh. I've been, I've been doing a series of salads with the two Tonys artichokes. I bought some, um, well, this was before I went. I went rogue today at Oxlife, uh-huh. but before that, I was really good all week, and I had um, I had the bib lettuce and uh, just a pile of the artichokes as a dressing. Mm-hmm. That dressing is really really good, and then yeah. uh, and then some olives, and it was just like a great little Italian salad. Oh, good, good. All right. Yeah. Well, there, that's Those what I do with it. I um use it all. You know, I eat it a few times a week. So. But yeah, no, it's the Braveheart's yeah, yes. Brave in, and we're excited about that. So what is the Braveheart? Tell people what Braveheart is. Braveheart is a um, choice beef that is uh, served, I mean, that's provided to us by one of our vendors, uh, Performance Food, and they uh, offered it to us because to, it's something that restaurants would use, but with everything yeah. slowing down in the restaurant world. Uh-huh. They were able to offer it to us to sell. And, so it's um, exclusive it's really at Dorignac's. Yeah, and it's okay. it's, a, it's a good product, and it's the way the farm, I'm, I don't know ever, I mean, I know a little bit about it from what the, all the farms uh, are in direct connection with the company so they can trace, like, something, if there's each state through DNA back to what farm, where it was, you know, it's the very controlled that's, product. That's the kind of stuff Tom loves. That's the kind of yeah. stuff that Tom used to always make fun of when he was his. You go to a restaurant like, um, like uh, French Laundry, and they would have uh-huh. l- lettuce with a particular kind of weevil mm-hmm. that was on it, or something like that. But I think that's actually a good thing to be tracing uh, the well, lineage days, of something like meat. You know? Yeah, these days you kind of have to. So you know, and you know, we have um, a. Very, you know, extended meat department. We have a lot of different cuts, so you know we're excited to be able to add something for people, and it's it's good. I mean, it's a good, especially product. if it's exclusive to Dorignex. Everyone loves exclusive. Yeah. You know. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of being in the club. <laughs> that's right, the club. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, we have to invite have people food. in our club. Yeah. What is it? What did um. Uh, who was it that said, it was one of those comedians, Tom, who was it that said, any club that would have me as a member is the one I don't want to be uh-huh, in? Yeah. Who was that? Henny Youngman? Uh, th- oh, Groucho that- Marx. Okay. <laughs> what was the quote? What was the quote? 
uh, anybody, anybody who would, uh, the person who was famous for it was uh, uh, the uh, Hicks. This, uh, Groucho Marx, wasn't Groucho it? Groucho Marx specifically, yeah. as opposed to the other. Yeah. Um, Anyone who, any club that would have me as a member is a club I don't want to be in. Yeah. Okay. That's what he said. Right <laughs> out of his mouth. I've heard him oh, many times. Know. Dribbled out of the side of his mouth from the cigar. All right, Nicole, right. leave us with some parting words till next week. All right, well, the parting words are, I guess, I hope everything continues to, you know, look more positive and we don't have any real setbacks. Hopefully they can get the plastic production under control and all the plants back open and, you know, just Get things yeah. back to normal. Tips for intuitive yeah. shoppers. Tips for negotiating yeah. the yeah. new world of shopping. Yeah. And if anybody's looking for anything, maybe if you don't want to call, send an email and Marianne will forward it to me and I can let you know something about it next week. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, let's do that. Tom at nomenu.com. We will forward any requests that you have. I'm what? sorry. I was going to say, it might be a lot yeah. of people who take their voice on the radio. That's why I don't call, but go ahead. Please. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So uh, if you have a special request or a question for Nicole, we will forward it to her and talk about it on the next, the next episode of The Grocery Goddess next Thursday here on The Food Show. All right. All right. Have a good take afternoon. Care. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Goodbye. All right, five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you would like to talk to us, we're here to do that with you. We're just talking about food, nothing much of great import, although it is kind of essential these days to not be talking about the bad news of the day. So that's what we do every day. We just talk about food. We have some laughs. We have some fun, and we we do as Tom says, topic A in New Orleans. Topic A. That's, topic that's A. It. It's food. Keep messing around. It's about the pleasure. It's about the pleasure of a not panko, but cornmeal crusted and perfectly fried soft shell crab. It's about the exact spiciness of an aioli dressing or an aioli sauce, I should say. Oh, I had some today. I know. That's what I was saying. It's about uh, mustard or about truffle fries or any of these kinds of things. I was offered truffle fries, or we were offered truffle fries today, and declined just going for regular fries. These things are not critical matters of importance, except they make you feel good. And that's what we want to do this afternoon. And every weekday afternoon from 2 to 4, right here on The Food Show. We will be back after the bottom of the hour news from the Louisiana Radio Network, and we'll take some more calls about, you know, food. Not much of anything else, just food. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. Governor Edwards says about 212,000 households are still without power a week after Laura made landfall. Matt Doyle has the story. The governor notes that's down from the post-Laura peak of 615,000 outages, but says the bulk of those without power are now in southwest Louisiana and parts of central Louisiana that were hardest hit, so the wait will continue. Just because of the sheer amount of devastation and damage to the distribution lines and the transmission lines. Edwards says two people died yesterday due to heat exhaustion in areas without power, so pace yourself if you're out cleaning up. Take frequent breaks, make sure you're hydrating properly, and if you feel... Ill, stop working. I'm Matt Doyle. 
The state surpasses a total of 150,000 COVID-19 cases today, up by 884. Total fatalities, 4,858, up by 17. Hospitalizations dropped by 22 to 851, the lowest since July. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. A sizzling T-bone steak, a mouth-watering char-grilled hamburger, a slow-smoked brisket. There are plenty of reasons to grill beef this summer. With 29 cuts of lean, protein-packed beef to choose from, there's always something succulent to serve to your family. So this Labor Day weekend and all summer long, be the hero of your backyard barbecue by serving what everybody wants, the delicious taste of certified Louisiana beef. So remember, beef. It's What's for Dinner, brought to you by the Louisiana Cattle Producers through the Louisiana Beef Industry Council and the Beef Checkoff. Two, four, Contacting five, your workers' comp carrier three, shouldn't be a seven, painful process. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Ugh. Please re-enter your policy number or say representative. Representative. I'm sorry, I didn't. Representative. Ugh. At Luba, we don't have robots answering our phones. We have humans, like Lisa. Thank you for calling Luba Workers Comp. How may I help you? Answering your call is just the first of many ways we set ourselves apart. Visit lubawc.com to experience the Luba difference. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? That one was so funny. We're back. Yes, we're back. We were talking... We were talking off of the air about the cookies that we were trying to find out the names for. You know, Nicole said that pecan sandies mm-hmm. were, do you remember the pecan sandies from Mozzie's house too? She really liked those. I remember pecan sandies. I don't, yeah, I don't Steve remember. Steve is on the line. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Those were shortbread. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Hi. Hi. It's great to hear red bean there. Thank you. Not even Monday yet. I know, I know. And uh, I also wanted to come down on you hard, Mary Ann. Oh, he loves to do that. For a poo-poo and my vanilla wafers. He loves to do that. Wait, what did you say? You too? Yes, you do love to do it. She does too. I've got both of you ganging up on me. Yeah, but you were poo-poo and Nella wafers. Yeah, and you know what? I'll poo-poo him again. Watch me poo-poo him. Well, why I don't think they're bad, Steve. Why would you like chocolate? Why would you like <laughs> anything? It's a it's a taste thing. I love Nella vanilla wafers. I and so, I applaud you for it. Where's that applause, Henry? He likes vanilla wafers. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's what I'm you saying. You can't, you can't say that somebody likes something and it's, it's not good. You know, come on. What's well, not you, good to if me? You think it's good, what's that? It's not good to me, but it's good for you. That's fine. Okay, but don't. That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't. You know, say anything bad about vanilla. Where you can say you don't like them. I don't like liver. <laughs> She's she's not good at that, Steve. Oh no no, she's very you know very. It's all about me. My my great aunt used to say, "Back to me." Yeah. We're gonna have that's gonna to be Mary Ann's new "Back to me." There's, we're talking there's Mary about, we're talking about and something else, opinion. and Mary Ann says, "Wait, back to me." <laughs> <laughs> So okay, Are you too do you dumb? feel do you feel degraded and, and and hurt and all of that? No, back to me. Yeah. 
Okay, well, okay, you know. so vanilla wafers. There are, it's it's Nilla wafers. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't even have the name right. It's so beneath my notice. I didn't even have the name right. Nilla yeah. wafers. Yeah. Okay, so when right, we talk Mary about jo. this, yeah. <laughs> when we when we talk about this, we put up a question and no one answers it and just. Well, how many there. people have answered your thing on biscuits? Did anyone answer the thing well, on maybe biscuits? Maybe one. You no. and someone else. Oh. No, yeah, nobody one. said anything about biscuits because. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, because it's a vanilla wafer banana pudding dish on the buffet. No. It's one of my favorite desserts in the whole world. Banana is it pudding. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, is mom, the pudding part from like is the pudding part like Jello pudding? It can be, or it can be made from scratch. Okay. Uh, the best is made from scratch. My mom used to make banana pudding for me when I was a grown up. For that's what she would bring to my birthday parties, and she'd weigh it. And one year she made like 22 pounds of <gasps> banana pudding. Oh, no. How long and, did it take you to eat that? Oh, well, it was it, a, a bunch of people took it home. You know, I mean, ah. it was at my birthday party. They put candles in it, and I blew the candles out. And wow. then, you know, my, my nephew took a big old bowl of it home and I took a big old bowl of it home after and it's you know it's uh, I like it almost as much as bread pudding it's a family and tradition yeah absolutely. now is it is it a recipe that she got from her family it's like a handed down recipe who, who knows uh-huh okay. uh, I'll tell you a funny story her pecan pie recipe that she was pretty famous for She got from a friend of hers, Miss Susie, that was from Pennsylvania. Well, that's probably a good recipe because it I think... It was a think, great recipe. Yeah. Pecan yeah. pie from Pennsylvania? Well, it was probably a South? pecan pie recipe. No, you know, yeah, why? Was, you know yeah. why? You know why? You know why I think it's good? Because the Amish have their shoe fly pie. Oh, which is which is right. essentially just that sticky. You're absolutely okay? right. And so I wouldn't be surprised if a pecan pie originated as a shoe fly pie. Well, it did, and with pecans on it. So the origin of that kind of innards, the innards of a, which always gives me trouble trying to get it to set, but the innards of a pecan pie is really up from Pennsylvania. So I think that's probably makes great sense. Well, Mary Ann, you just had a moment of part-time genius there. <laughs> that's what I always say. I'm a part-time genius. It makes life a whole lot easier when people aren't really like depending on you to be a genius. So that was a part-time genius right there. I bet you that's exactly why Miss Susie's pecan pie was so good. There you go. And I do like shoe fly pie. There's plenty well, more genius where that came from. There is? Yeah. yeah back to you. Yeah, what about right. me? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like well, shoe fly pie because I don't like the innards of a pecan pie. To me, what makes pecan pie good is the pecans. Uh, well, I like both of them, so, you know. So don't beat me up yeah. again. No, so, I'm not. Mary Lee, you need to be on the show more, girl. We try to get her. 
we try to get her. You're a refreshing change from back to me and the most self-deprecating pompous ass in the world. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty self-deprecating myself, but I'll mull it over. All right. Well, we, we, we need more Mary Lee. Come into the club, Mary Lee. Come into yes, the right. club. I'm going to get, so get Ron to start Steve this. is getting gonna... out of the club since he's insulted me, so there's going to be an open spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Ron to start a campaign. More Mary Lee. Okay. All right. She'll All take right. it under advisement. Take yeah. care, Steve. All right. Later. All right, five five six nine six nine six is the number. Okay, so Nilla Wafers, Pecan Sandies. What were those stripes? Good gracious, that's the easiest one. Fudge stripe cookies. Fudge, and that's that's what's on the package. Yes. Fudge stripe cookies. You know, I wonder if you ate one of those now, if you'd like it. As oh, much. absolutely. You would. I. I haven't eaten one in a few years because I do not allow myself to buy them. Because if I do, <laughs> I will eat the whole package. No, but really, when did you have it last? And you liked it as much as when you were a kid? Because the things that you like as a kid, you might not still like. Probably five years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you were an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Okay. It beats me. You know what? You're right. I'll go get some this afternoon. <laughs> Just to try it out? Yes. To test it out? Test for it science. Out. There you go, for science. <laughs> All right. So the cookies that you had at my mother's house were those. Little she used Debbie's. to hide those. Why? Because you used to eat them all? I don't know. I just remember that they were <laughs> hidden right? in really? drawers in the living room, and you'd have to check them all. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I never liked any of her cookies, so I, I, I think you know what I think it is. I think I was craving better stuff as a kid, and, yes. and well, so you I, are you are so highbrow. I didn't, and I didn't eat it. And then when you started baking, I never, I never ate anything but that. But what was really weird about it is that you all were raised on fresh baked everything. I mean, I was raised on, you know. Potatoes in a can. Uh, Do you remember those shoestring mm-hmm. potatoes in the can? Yeah. Those and they, they were good. And uh, all of those things like that. And then, and then I married Tom. And um, it, was, it was all fresh everything, which was great because that might have saved your life because if we kept going like I was raised, That's true. You, you'd be like a trans fat queen. Anyway, um, and then but then you went to school, and I remember when you all went to school, you became absolutely riveted by things like Little Debbie's because the other kids would bring those for well, snacks. Yeah, because it was exciting. I know, but I was just mortified because it wasn't good. It wasn't better than what you had, but it was just different, I guess. You know, it's like what happens when you go to school your your horizons get broadened. Yeah, they got broadened all the way to Little Debbie. I, did I like those? You did, I think, at one point. I think you liked them. I know that you all liked everything in a box that you had never previously had. I did like those cosmic brownies. I don't even know what that is. Was that a little Debbie product? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. See, I'm not familiar with all these things. I just remember thinking, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I have to bleep this out, Henry. 
when you started being fascinated by those kind of products. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is the kind of stuff that I was raised on, and this is the kind of stuff you should get away from, and there you are jumping into it headfirst. Well, I know. What's a kindergartner supposed to do? Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you definitely, you definitely did uh, get very enthusiastic about those kinds of those kinds of packaged treats. I should I say. I hope you can forgive me one day. Oh no, I do, I do. Especially if you keep making all the the baked things that you do, the real baked things. Now that's the real reason to hate me. I hate myself for that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But you've been good lately. You haven't baked much lately. Which is good. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you would like to talk to either of the Marys, they have commandeered the show. <laughs> we've we've got Tom gagged and and uh, strapped into a chair with a, a gag stuffed in his mouth. Don't make jokes like that. People are going to believe. <laughs> they probably are going to believe us. Anyway, we're They've probably been thinking that all along. You just confirmed it. I know he thinks that. Anyway, five five six nine six nine six. If you want to talk to us, fifteen minutes left of the show. We're going to have some things that are out there from the newsletter today uh, about what's what's happening around town mm -hmm. for eating for you. Let's see. There were we'll, a couple good things. Okay, we'll look them up while we take a break, and then we'll be right back. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi's Bar and Grill.com. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, we will. Actually, I won't, and she won't, and maybe oh, yeah, none of us here will. Five five six nine six nine six. Here comes the doggy to pant, and Mary Lee is looking through her Instagram feed, which she does our social media for us. There's a beautiful picture. Hey, baby. There's a beautiful picture of bagels, a bagel pop-up. Tell us about that. Yes, it's the new hip thing. Okay. The hip bagels. Hip bagels. Is yes. that the name of it? Hip bagels. No, it's called Flower Moon Bagels. Okay, where's that? They're a pop-up. They just well, but, but they pop it. up, but they have to pop up somewhere. Yes, I think they do uh, show up at coffee science. Oh, that's perfect. I don't know if that's the only place they go though. But those look good. Yeah, you love bagels. I do love bagels. But you don't. I, you only like the plain bagels, right? Because I like everything much. bagels. Uh, yeah, I I prefer plain bagels. Mm -hmm. Um. What else? That looks like a big picture of a whole bunch of different kinds of bagels. Yeah. She says hoarding the Instagram photo. If you <laughs> well, it doesn't have a label. <laughs> yes. Anyway, what else is out there? When is, when is the coffee science 
bagel pop-up. Oh, it's beautiful. I want to go. I want to oh, get those. Oh, we just this one and ended fifteen minutes ago. Oh no, that's all right. That everything bagel looks kind of like terrazzo floor. That's a lot of everything on that bagel. Yeah. What's the one next to it? <coughs> I don't know. Those actually look like donuts. The gray this, one is this peculiar. This one looks pretty good. What's the gray one? Poppy seeds. That's a lot of poppy seeds. Wow. I didn't make it. Okay. <laughs> all right. What else is there out there? Um, actually, there is a very exciting thing that I was reading about this morning that's in the newsletter. What is that? Um, but if you don't subscribe, then yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I can do Can't help you. you. Can't help um, you. No, it's another very creative idea by Creole Cuisine. Ah. Um, they they are, do have a lot of creative ideas. They do. But they're all good. They're very they're good. They're good ideas for the diner, and they're good ideas <laughs> for whatever cause they're supporting. That's right. So right now, they're running a special through the end of September. At let's see, it's Broussard's, Tommy's, Ernst Cafe, Cafe Maspero. The usual suspects. Yeah. And the last one There's is only, Royal House. It's only five. I don't. Is it Royal House? Mm, I guess I could. Because that's the only one missing. Because those were the same. Those are the same okay. ones that were on the. Um... No, Flamingo a Go Go. Ah, okay. Right. Um, so they are festival, festival foods. Uh huh. Um, unspecific festival foods. Okay. And a dollar of each purchase goes to the Jazz and Heritage Foundation's Music Relief Fund. Okay. So it goes to the musicians who are not able to work right now. Okay. Um, so you get a little yummy festival eat. This one pictured here is a crab cake slider. Oh, that looks good. It does look good. Yeah. Um, so is it the same kind of thing as the... Um Poor boy passport. You go to each one and no, get something. No, you don't. You don't get anything from it. Um, oh, here, here, yeah. Oh, I guess I'm right. No, I was wrong. Flamingo Go Go, Royal House is one. Cafe Maspero, Tommy's, and Ernst Cafe. Okay. I just want Bruce Hart to be there. Okay. Um, so yeah, a dollar of it goes to the Music Relief Fund, and Port Orleans is matching all the donations. So oh, okay. That's good. Every festival bite you buy, $2 goes to this fund. Good. Okay. And, and is this through a certain period of time or what? September. Oh, okay. All right. What else is on your list? While you're hang looking, on, on. while you're looking and the pressure is on, I'm going to hang do on. the, the um, edible dictionary word of the day. It is barbecue. Any attempt to decline barbecue creates an instant argument among its practitioners, but we think this definition captures its essence. The cooking of meats, birds, or seafood in an outdoor pit, open or closed, with a wood or charcoal fire, using either direct or indirect heat, or a sequential combination of the two, at a temperature higher than for smoking, but lower than for grilling. That would be in the mid to high 200s. The word is frequently misspelled because barbecue or barbecue, it derives from Spanish and ultimately from a Caribbean Native American word barbacoa describing the roasting of meats over an open fire. The rule, deaf dining rule number 15, pretty simple, no smoke, no barbecue. I did like that one. I do too. Okay, what you got? 
Speaking of barbecue, ah, just a quick note. I love speaking of barbecue, you know, and I know you so do, do too. You know what I like more than that? Eating, Eating barbecue. <laughs> um, smoked by Steve in Harahan, which we've, we've which we've seen and talked about, but never been. Smoked by Steve. Yeah, right across from Oak Oven. Oh, what do you mean, smoked by Steve? That's the name of the place. I thought it was just smoked. Well, I must have missed the by Steve. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, apparently his name is Steve. Okay. And he's making really nice brisket. Uh Uh-huh. I got to... Have you had it? No. I just saw it. But, I mean, we can tell. Yeah. You can tell? I'm going to run over there and buy it. Okay. So we're going to have to try that. Okay. If anyone's had that... Call us. 556-9696. You have about six minutes. Go ahead. Okay. This is something that I've had my eye on that I would like to try. Okay. There is another pop-up floating around there called Dough Town. Dough Town. Yes. They do Detroit-style pizza. No, uh-huh. this is a pop-up. Uh, yeah, where are they popping up? Palm and Pine. Ah. Uh, their next one is Tuesday. Yes, the 8th. But it looks really good. I don't know how I feel about Detroit pizza. I agree with you, but the crust... Like it, it looks it looks like a really good crispy, cheesy, greasy crust. Okay. She's looking <laughs> in disbelief. I'm looking skeptical, skeptically. Yes. Disbelief. Skeptically. Well, in my opinion. <laughs> Are you which, making fun of me? <laughs> no. The audacity to have my own opinion. <laughs> The crust looks good. I would try it, even though I'm a thin crust person myself. Yes. But Tuesday at Palm and Pine, Dough Town Pizza. Small I think menu. Dough Town Pizza's been, uh, they've been popping up around town. Seems like I remember that name. Well, I've written about it before. Oh, probably that's why. Today. Okay. Because I want people to try it. It okay. looks good yeah. to me. It that's a Cubby good. Rise picture if ever I saw one. Is it? No, I'm this wrong. is all Dough Town. Oh, Okay. Well, who are these Doughtown people? Do you know anything about them? No. Oh, they make Detroit-style pizza. <laughs> well, what is Detroit-style pizza? It's the it's the thick. It's not Chicago pizza, is it? No, Chicago it's in between pizza the two. is disgusting. In my opinion. I was about to say, Steve is dialing it up right now. <laughs> Steve is already on the phone trying to connect. Well, you. I share your DNA. What do you want from me? <laughs> Trying to give you a hard time. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, it is not Chicago-style pizza. Okay. Which is not my favorite It's a hybrid, if, you'll, if you're permitted your opinion. And yes. I, I permit it. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> Thank you, madame. You're so very kind. Um, Yes, it's the. Do you remember the Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas that I was obsessed with? You were obsessed with those. Yes, there wasn't a day that went by that we didn't have to drop in and have a personal pan pizza. <laughs> um, so it's about. It's like that. Okay. That thick crust. Yeah. Okay. With the greasy yeah. side. Okay. All right. Really good. Okay. And um, where is that again? Palm and Pine. Palm and Pine. Doe Town is the name of the pop up. Okay. You should look all of these up on some form of social media and see what they're doing. We do have a lot of interesting pop-ups floating around right now. Or you could go to nomenu.com, sign up for the newsletter, and Mm -hmm. you will get these right in your inbox. That's true. I do curate a selection 
of specials every day. But only in your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but we trust your opinion. Go ahead. No. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that, but thank you. Uh-huh. Did you find anything else? Nothing. Okay. If you would like to get in our little gab fest, we have just a few minutes. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. That looks good. That's a good looking one. Mm -hmm. What is Jeez that? Cheese pizza. You know, I've heard good things about that. That's the one that's in, where is that? I believe there's two. There's one in the CBD and there's one in Mid-City. Is it coal-fired pizza? I think it is. That does look like a good pizza. Look that looks good. like a really good pizza, actually. I think that's the one in the uh, warehouse district by the... Um, Convention Center. I I could be wrong though, or it could be the one that's right by the interstate on Chapatulas. It is not that one. Okay, is that? Oh wait, right by the interstate, like. Mm -hmm. No, I think I don't think it's. There's that. a couple of pizza places that keeps changing yeah. around there, and uh, I can tell you. Yeah. Of them. Those it seems it? like every day. What is it? What's that? Uh, that's changing your your um, your pizza. Yeah, well, changing that pizza. too, but uh, other things. I like changing pizza. Yeah, I do. I like changing mm -hmm. pizza. I like eating pizza. I like I like changing the pizza to eat because I love pizza. Well, there's enough pizza out there where you can change your we pizza haven't every day <laughs> and never run out of pizza. <laughs> we have it almost that we have almost that situation in our refrigerator. We have Mama mm -hmm. D's pizza and Pizza Man. So yeah, we yeah. have a pizza rotation and an ice cream. Right? We do. We have both of those. Yes. Anything else in the last few minutes of the show? Um. All right. Well, oh, why? actually, have we talked about this pyre and provisions thing? What about pyre provisions? It's not pyre and provisions. It's I know. You know why I said that? Because in the beginning, you said pyre and provisions, and I've never been able to shake it from my mind. <laughs> She's <laughs> so mean to me. Go ahead. Um, they, well, you know, that's a veteran-owned business. Yes. So this month? I think it's, I think it's just. Uh, I think it's, it's just, just happening. They're doing a $16 meal with a pulled pork sandwich, uh, home, uh, house-made barbecue chips, and a yingling beer for $16, and $3 of that meal will be donated to Heroes on the Water, which is... Is that the Cajun Navy? No. Okay. Um, what other heroes are there on the water? It's like a kayaking fishing program for veterans. Huh. Really? You should look that up and find out what it is. I should. While you eat your pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> okay. I think that's a good idea. It is a nice I will pulled do pork that. sandwich. Okay. And that's at Pyre Provisions. That is on the North Shore. Uh, right by the Winn Dixie on Highway Twenty One. No, is it what, Twenty? Yeah, Twenty One. Yeah, yeah, Highway Twenty One. All right, we're just about done here. Do you have anything else, real quick? Uh, not off the top. Of She's my head. moving feverishly I through know. her Instagram Scrolling feed. Scrolling like a madwoman. If we had, if we had a camera, you could see her fingers working like they're on a hamster wheel. All right. We're going to cut you loose, though, because this I have to say the, uh, that nomenu.com is where you should go if you would like to get the podcast of this for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I was on it today. And, and um, 
if, if, it's, if you'd like to tell your friends about the show. Mm-hmm. I assume you've, you've done both. Uh, yeah. Can I? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, no, we're good. I right. can go over there so right absolutely. Right. So okay. we are. Uh, we have nomenu.com. That's n-o-m-e-n-u.com. That is where you can sign up for the newsletter that um, our our little red beaner does every two days a week. It's mm-hmm. Tuesday and Thursday. Be flexible, please. Yes. <laughs> And it is a Some, beautiful Sunday's compilation. Some the hamster wheel spins faster than others. Uh, and so uh, you can sign up for that and get the specials that are out there, just like we've been talking about. Uh, it's the kind it, who's open kind of, sort of. She keeps track of that for us. And also a lot of vintage Tom there. That's good stuff. It is the vintage good. stuff is really good stuff. All right. And about? it's a really good price. It's, just, yes, it's... Nomenu.com. Please recommend the show to your friends if you would like them to laugh a little bit, because you know laughter is good for the soul. Also, at the New Orleans menu, that is our Instagram at the New Orleans menu. Please sign up and follow us there. Stay tuned now for the Dine Wine and Spirit Show with Tim McNally. Seven to eight p.m. right here on WGSO nine ninety a.m. New Orleans, Louisiana. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. A rough day on Wall Street as investors decided to sell after weeks of record-setting highs. All three major stock indexes losing more than 2.5%, the Dow losing over 800 points. As far as what this means for everyone, Ted Weisberg with Seaport Securities tells Fox News. When you get reversals in trends, and the trends have certainly been positive, particularly for the tech sector, When you get these reversals, I think initially you have to view it as technical.